Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another video game review. This one's going to be for Stray. Uh, Stray which came out on Tuesday, the week just gone, uh, the Tuesday just gone. And I'm here to give you my thoughts, my review. And in case you're wondering about spoilers, in this review, the first half of this, spoil- uh, first half of this podcast is going to be spoiler free. I'm going to give you my impressions of the gameplay, the game, the world itself you know the gameplay uh the haptic feedback as well i'm gonna be talking about all that and uh yeah talking about all that kind of stuff so this comes to us from blue 12 studios that's the developer and the uh, game itself if you do want to play it which i recommend stray uh is available through playstation 4 and playstation 5 it also says microsoft windows which is obviously pc um now in case you don't want to pay full price for stray if you on playstation are subscribed to playstation plus on the second or the third tier you can play stray with ps plus so if you click on the page for it on playstation and it tells you 25 pounds uh you don't have to pay 25 pounds you can subscribe to the second and third tier of playstation plus just just keep in mind as well i've seen a few things um if you are on that page for Stray and you want to go to buy it or download it, it might tell you that you need the premium tier of PS Plus. You don't. It's the second one, which I believe is called PlayStation Extra. Uh, so the second and third tier of PS Plus. So just in case you, you know, just to not get you spending more money than you need to. Uh, just it's just to let you know, just to make you be aware of how to get this game and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. Um, but yes, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PC. Um, I really like Stray. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it. Um, I'm going to give this one of our don't skip ratings. On the higher level, I, I would probably give this a good 8, 8.5 out of 10. Um, I think Stray does some things very, very well. I think Stray misses the mark on a couple of things. Um, but in terms of pacing gameplay um how long this game is i think it's a perfect length of course you can spend a bit more time in it i got about half of the collectibles i think there's a few different types of collectibles that you can get but um no i think the story is told at a good pace i think they tell you the story that they want to tell and i think it's really really good uh so called stray is this game where you play as a cat not many games where you actually do that we're starting to get a bit of a rise of games where you play as animals we had things like untitled goose game uh good few years ago you had uh, dog's life on playstation 2 you obviously got more out there things like goat simulator which is a bit which is different to these kind of games um but no i think the, the general concept of playing as an animal in a game, as long as the what you're doing in the game is interesting and good, is a pretty good idea. And I think that works well here. Uh, you've got lots of cat-like mannerisms that you can do. Uh, you can scratch things, you can jump up on different surfaces, which is part of the platforming. You can, there's a dedicated meow button, which is circle. It, it's It's used to lure enemies, and that's about it. Um, but if you want to walk around meowing in this game, there's the button right there for you. Um, let me let me get a few of my negative, possible nitpick things out of the way. Um, so I was playing this on the PlayStation 5, so I expect good performance in terms of technical uh, performance. I did have a few too many frame rate drops, 
And there was one particular instance where I was doing a puzzle and I had to drag boxes around and move barrels um, to uh, to proceed in the level. So I could I had to basically lean things onto buttons so that it would open something. And I was getting frame rate drops to the point where I thought the game was going to crash. It didn't. But... Uh, and I don't know if like my PS5 is in still a very very good condition, and other games that I've played recently on my PS5 have not done frame rate drops like that. So it it wasn't like completely game breaking or like ruined my immersion or anything, but it's it's a point to knock against this game. It it performed. I mean, eighty to ninety percent of the time, performance wise, this game is pretty good. But there were there there was also things like camera angles in this game that weren't great. Um, I had a few issues with the controls at certain points as well. One of the main big things this game gets wrong in terms of controls for, for platforming is... So let's say you're on a ledge and you can jump upwards or downwards. There were a number of times where... I don't know if it was me, like me not being good at the game. Although I've heard other people mention this as well. Um, And there was a point where I got killed in quotes... Uh, I was being chased by an enemy. I, I was being chased by an enemy at one point, and I thought, okay, I want to jump here, here, and here. And I, the, the sequence I was doing, I was jumping downwards, and for whatever reason, when I pressed X at one point to jump, the cat jumped back up a ledge, and I got caught. So moments like that, I can't ignore. When I'm doing a review like this, right, for a game, th- th- there's moments like that that I can't just ignore. I can't just be like, oh, it's, it's fine. Like... But the reason I failed at that point in the level was because the cat jumped in the place I didn't want them to. Um, and it was it was things like that. Again, nothing major, nothing game-breaking, but a few too many times where there was frame rate drops, control issues, camera issues. And I kind of expect in 2022 games to be better with that. And I expected this game to be better with that, and it wasn't. But that those are a few. If you want to consider them nitpicks, that's fine. But that's just general like performance and gameplay issues that I had. Um, I didn't really have many other problems um, in terms of like giving this a don't skip and an eight out of ten. This game does some very good things, some very very good things. It doesn't quite reach that sort of like top tier must see kind of uh, must play kind of level for me uh, in case you're not familiar with our rating system by the way i should probably mention uh, for games we've got must play obviously for tv and film we've got must see uh, so for games we've got must play don't skip possible skip and then a flat out skip uh, so let's get sort of our third tier which is uh don't skip a, hi- a higher uh version of the don't skip um I-, I i definitely like in general i recommend this game i recommend you play it um, if you've got things that you're playing or you're in the middle of at the moment, finish those off, then come and play this. Um, this is this is a, it's a good game to go through. It's a, it's a great game to go through. I want to talk about haptic feedback for a minute, because for me and my personal things of what I want out of games, haptic feedback is a very big thing. The phrase I want to use is bless this game, because this game does try with its haptic feedback. But it, it it's not as effective as it possibly could have been. Um, 
one of the one of the best examples of haptic feedback in this game is there's different spots throughout the world where you can take little cat naps because of course you can. And if you do that for a period of time, you will the cat will start purring because the cat is sleeping or napping. And you will feel that in the controller. And it's quite nice. It's quite cute. It makes sense. It's good. Um, it's not something that you're... I think there's a few occasions in the story where you take a nap and you wake up later or whatever. Uh, like w- two two or three maybe occasions in the game where you actually have to do that. Um, so that was pretty good. I noticed a few times if I dropped from like slightly higher ledges. And obviously a cat's got a little thud. Like there'll, there'll be a little thud because I've landed. There'll be a small little thud in the controller. Um, didn't notice any haptic feedback when I was like clawing at things. Because I've seen this game you can do the very cat thing which is people's mats, uh, side of sofas. Uh, there's certain doors and walls you can scratch as well like wallpaper for stuff as well. Um, and you can press triangle and then you rapidly press L2 and R2. There's a little bit of like trigger resistance in there which is which is quite good. But I expected a little bit more haptic feedback out of that. Uh, if you're somebody that's not bothered by haptic feedback or adaptive triggers, none of that stuff's going to bother you. But there there was an attempt here to do some haptic feedback. It could have been slightly better, but it was still good. Um, so there was there was things like that. Um, I don't think I'm. I don't think I noticed. There was other little niggles here and there with like li- little bumps and little noises and stuff with the controller and little parts of haptic feedback. But it was mostly with like purring and landing and stuff, which was, which is interesting. And in terms of the actual uh, gameplay and stuff as well, of course you traverse the world as a cat, so you can jump up different places. You end up on rooftops. You you're looking for different things. You're doing different things. Uh, you can, of course, knock off various plant pots, bottles, all, all sorts of things, uh, mugs as well. A- a- anything that you can walk into on a rooftop, you can knock off. Um, there's certain, like, there's, like, footballs and basketballs in little places. Um, there's certain... Um, what One touch I did like, actually, there were certain windows that had blinds on them. Blinds to where, like, if you pull it down and then release it, the blind goes up. And what you could do is go to that part of the blind which was in the building, put your cat paws up, give it a like scratch so you're pulling it down, and then you let go so the window goes up. But then that lets you climb on that window ledge and then traverse from there. That was kind of a cool idea. So there's good things in the game like that where um, there's great little ideas in this game, and I very very much appreciate it for that. Um, so that was that was pretty good. Uh, there's other things as well where you pick up like batteries and stuff. You pull levers to open different doors. Puzzle solving in this game is pretty good. Um, in terms of the good parts of the traversal, there's not tra- traversal. Sorry, there's not like tons to say. Um, I had little issues, like I said, where I would jump on the wrong ledge on certain occasions. Uh, but no, in general, the platforming is is very very good. Uh, there's a useful thing you can do where if you're sort of like on the run a bit more and you're holding R2 to run, you can press and hold X so your cat will like automatically jump to the next thing. You've got to be a little bit careful with that, that you don't automatically jump to the wrong ledge, but you can you can do that to, to uh, traverse the level as well. So that's quite good. Uh, you can get in certain barrels to move them for certain puzzles and then you climb on top of them to reach certain things. You can basically like move around different things within a level uh, w- within what's realistic for a cat. Obviously, you can't go and like, you can't go and pick up like a 
huge ladder or something and go and sit go and sit it down or whatever. You can do things like there's um planks of wood you can push over to make certain bridges and things like that so within 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 all the traversal it makes sense as to like yeah a cat could probably do this granted you're in control of that cat and you're telling it what to do and stuff but um not all that stuff sort of made sense there was nothing sort of like completely out of touch um and even with levers or, or levers and that like uh, most of them are pulled down, so you jump up on top of the the lever, and it gets pushed down by the weight of the cat. Then you jump off to activate something, so that's pretty good. Um, but overall, a, a great experience. Um, I thought the game was as long as it needed to be, not too long, not too short. The game is short. Um, with so my time, because it gives you a save file. How accurate it is, I don't actually know. Obviously, you've got time where you're pausing the game and that, but and like cutscenes and stuff. My playtime came in at about seven hours, I think. Um, well, when, when I loaded it to do the last part, I was at six and a half hours, and it took me about another thirty to forty-five minutes to finish. So let's say about seven hours. Um, I think you can. There's a trophy for speed running this game in two hours. Um, in terms of like hundred percent in this game, going back and getting the platinum or whatever, I don't feel the need to do that. Um, but that's an option there if you want to do that. Um, so you can play the game quicker than what I did if you don't look for things. The, the difference there, though, is I wasn't... I was going in thinking, like, oh, if I find collectibles, I'll pick them up. But I'm not going in to try and, like, get a 100% run. But you come across certain things anyway in your... Because there's a, there's a particular part in the first section where you have to look for something. Um, and that will take you some time to, like, find things. So you'll come across other collectibles and that, and that will add up to a little bit of time. Because I'm going to guess if I... There was a particular section, I did it on a Twitch stream, actually, which was, like, two hours. If I found that stuff quicker, I probably would have finished about five or six hours. So around about, you know, six, seven hours. Uh, completionist will probably take nine, ten, maybe twelve hours if you're really taking your time. I couldn't imagine this game lasting longer than about twelve hours. Maybe, so to give you a rough sort of time scale for that. And again, if you don't want to pay £25 for a game that lasts up to, let's say up to 12 hours or about 6 or 7, depending on what you're going to do. If you don't think that's worth £25, uh, again, you can subscribe to the second or third tier of PS Plus and that is cheaper. Uh, so you can you can do that. I think if you're, if you're doing a clean subscription of PS Plus, I think the second tier is like £14 or something. Plus that gets you other benefits as well. It's not just for Stray. That's for other things as well. So just just a little kind of note. If, a few sort of notes on that. Uh, but no. Blue 12 Studios did well. If they come out with another game. I I have the trust that like. They'll make another game that I enjoy. Um, again. I don't think this is like top tier. Prestige video game type stuff. Um, I think this is a great game. That you'll have a good time with. Lots of cuteness. Lots of cat cuteness stuff. Um, if you are a cat lover, um, you'll probably really love this game. Um, I'm someone who's like, I'm indifferent towards cats. If I'm around cats, I will not be like, oh, no, it's a cat or whatever. And so I, I'm not somebody who, like, is against or sort of a cat lover. I'm somebody, I'm somebody that, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with cats. I'm, I'm more of a dog person, I suppose, is, is what I'm saying. But um, we had a cat in this family once. The cat was very nice. I liked the cat, and that was that was about it. But I suppose I'm just more a bit more of a dog person. Um, 
But I suppose if you're somebody that's like, I hate cats or something, then, then you might not play this. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's up to you, of course. But yeah, I recommend it. It's a great game. It's a good time. Um, traversal is good for the most part. Uh, st- oh, story. That's the other thing I was going to talk about. So I'm not going to not going to get into spoilers here. There's a little bit more depth with the story than what you might have thought in a very good way. There's... See, I kept hearing from, like, you know, previews and stuff about that this game tells you certain things within its lore and you're left to your own interpretation. I got a very... From my experience of the game, I got a very sort of, like, this is this, this is this, and this is how the world is. And I was like, cool, that's really good. There's a little bit... There's a bit of mystery as to, okay, you told me this thing happened, but, like... How exactly did it happen? I I wasn't sort of thinking like, okay, you've told me what's happening, but it doesn't make sense or doesn't make sense for the world that you've put me in. I I didn't feel that. I still had small questions about like, okay, you told me what happened. How exactly did it all go down? That was my only kind of question. I wasn't really questioning like the logistics of things or um, how things ended up the way they were. Um, there's some commentary in there about like humans and the way we live and things like that. Um, one of the aspects I really like about the world and the story here is um, the way that these robots talk about humans, um, and the way the way that they perceive sort of like items that humans left behind or. Uh, there's there's references to like are humans the ancestors as if we've been like you know gone for a bit or whatever uh, I won't get too much deeper into that but uh, th- there's some, there's some like ancestry sort of historical chat and things like that I- I'll give you a little example there's a store that you can go into in the game uh, where you trade things for items and there is a cloth and a picture um, that you can you buy the cloth for a certain thing for a certain quest and the robot that you're speaking to is like oh this is an ancient artifact left behind by humans and you're like because we, we would look at a cloth and be like oh cool it's a cloth you can cover a table or you can I don't know whatever you would do with a cloth right and they're like oh it's an ancient artifact you know Whereas if we think of ancient like, artifacts or whatever, we think of things that you'd find in like a tomb, maybe, or like a like 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 the like the exploration in like an Uncharted or a Tomb Raider game where they'd be exploring these different like treasures and things like that. Um, but they consider like a cloth to be an artifact. I thought that stuff was pretty good. Um, there, there's some deeper spoiler st- spoilery stuff to get into for that, but I'll do that in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my spoiler-free thoughts. Um, I very much enjoyed my time with it. I will play another game from uh, Blue 12 Studios. Uh, I don't think I'd heard of them before this game, but they're kind of on the map now. People are playing Stray. Stray is in the uh, eye of gamers at the moment. There's lots of cool little cat videos and stuff. This will be a game as well that's great for like YouTube shorts or TikTok videos or like, oh, look at this cool moment with a cat. Look at this cute moment of like a 30-second clip with a cat. Uh, in fact, I've already seen a bunch of them pop up on uh, on YouTube. I'm like, oh look, the cat did a cute thing, and let's make a video, which is cool. That's that's cool content to make. 
Um, I think I've recorded a few clips myself actually that I I've uh, I got saved on my PS4. I'll put them on the YouTube channel um, at some point. Which, if you're wondering, is uh, Entertainment Talk Plays on YouTube. Um, but no, that's my spoiler-free thoughts on Stray. We're going to get into some stuff here in a minute, and then we'll get into spoilers. But if you're worried about spoilers, again, I'll give you a very clear warning when I get into spoilers, so don't worry about that. Alright, let's move on to talk about our uh, sponsor at the moment. Manscaped is sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast at the moment. Uh, it's going very, very well with them. Of course, Manscaped is a men's uh, grooming company. You can go and buy various different grooming men's grooming products for them. Uh, different deodorants, shavers, razors, different clothes as well. So like different boxes or um, those sorts of things. To buy t-shirts as well. Um, plenty of different things you can go and buy from Manscaped. They've got different sort of like... Uh, packages of things as well so like different kits of things uh, so if you're looking for something more specific uh, they've got different options for those or you can of course go and buy uh, separate objects as well uh, separate uh, products as well so you can go and have a look at that and uh, we've got good news for you uh, first of all not only do you not even need to type in manscape to view their products uh, you don't need to click the m key you don't need to do anything uh well you do you do need to do something but you don't need to type in anything is the point uh so if you look in the link in the show notes uh you can just scroll down to that click on that and that will take you over to manscapes website once you've had a look on there to find what you want uh for their different products like i said they sent me some stuff to try out all of it's very very good so far uh packaging's really great uh the items are really great all very professional all, all very sort of first hand nothing sort of like tacky or anything like that uh so uh, very reliable products and uh good packaging all that sort of stuff all all that professional quality that you expect from manscaped is indeed there uh but if you go onto manscaped's website and you find some things that you want to buy whether you're treating yourself or somebody else whatever the occasion may be uh you can use our promo code which is etalkuk that's e-t-a-l-k uk that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and that nice free shipping cost as well well not a cost because it's free shipping uh, so that will get you a nice free shipping and 20% off sliced off your order from Manscaped. So if you're looking at your checkout amount and you think, oh, you know, a lot of money. Uh, if you go to that promo code box, you type in ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K-U-K. Press apply and you'll see that money get taken off a little bit. And that'll be, that'll be very nice for all of that. So again, 20% off Manscaped promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K for 20% off and free shipping with Manscaped. Uh, thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and 
the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month, and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts, and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, it's time to talk spoilers for Stray. So if you've not played Stray, which is the game I'm currently reviewing at the moment. Uh, so if you've not played that and you don't want spoilers, because there is some spoilery stuff in here. It's not as quite as simple as and straightforward as a game as you might think. There's some uh, deeper theme sort of stuff in here that you wouldn't want ruined if you wanted to play Stray. So if you've got your hands full, if you've got bags of shopping or you're carrying whatever or you're doing whatever and you haven't got your hands free at the moment, uh, take some time. Uh, this is your spoiler-free warning. Go to your episode wherever you're playing it on if it's on the whatever device. Uh, press pause, mute, back, click off the podcast player, whatever you need to do. Um, or if you're listening on whatever, uh, you can of course go and listen to our other podcasts. You can listen to some music instead, put some music on, whatever. Or go and listen to some ASMR, which is also a good option as well. Because I'm going to get into spoilers for Stray now. Giving you a warning. This is your chance to leave. Put down whatever you've got in your hands. In a safe way. If you're driving, pull over. Whatever the case may be. Because this is your spoiler warning. And then press pause or do whatever you need to do to switch off the podcast. Go and play Stray. I recommend it. And then you can come back here and listen to the rest. Of course, if you have no interest in playing Stray, I guess you can stick around. Because I'm going to get into spoilers now. Um, so yeah, essentially, um, Cat gets lost from family. Cat ends up in, not dystopian, kind of-ish, uh, robot city type place. Um, you have to find out a way to open the city, like, literally. Um, I sort of didn't really see that coming. Like, literally, you open the roof for this, like, place. Um, and you get this very, uh kind of dramatic kind of not emotional but emotionally satisfying type scene where the roof is literally opening on this place uh, that's why the city is so kind of dark as well because the roof has been uh closed and yeah you go through a bunch of stuff of course i've already mentioned all the gameplay things um and then b12 you you could sort of see it coming a little bit and i didn't mind but you could sort of see it coming a little bit in terms of because you do the three machines, don't you, with B twelve, and then B twelve says like, "My memories will live on with you," kind of thing. Um, and then B 12s body dies. The the thing I found a little bit strange is because you enter that scene, right? B 12s body goes off, doesn't blow up like the the actual machine doesn't blow up, right? But sort of like gets a psh, sort of thing, whatever. Um, B12 ends up on the floor. Then you can sort of like take a cat nap next to him. And then you Because the camera then pans round. I think you can leave while this is happening. But because 
the prompt for triangle came up and what I thought was going to happen is oh you're going to pick up B12 and like bury him somewhere but you kind of just left the robot there which was a bit odd um, I thought you would have I don't know buried it somewhere or I don't know something like that but that didn't happen but yeah then you literally the camera pans around you're laying there with B12 and the actual roof on this city opens. I didn't see that coming. But then, because it's mentioned throughout the game, like, right, open the city, the city's closed. And I was like, oh, you just, all you mean is, like, a bunch of gates. Like, because there is actual gates that you have to go through, obviously, near the end. And no, it was literally the sky in this city area where you end up is closed. Obviously, there is an outside part as well, which is you fall from there into the city. Um, so that was interesting, that was really interesting, it it was just a little bit odd that like, oh, you're just gonna leave B12's body there, okay, because you've picked up B12 before, like when B12 got captured and that, that was, uh, interesting. Um, so here's my interpretation of the story, and again, you can have your own interpretation, to me it was quite, it was quite simple, but they, so they didn't explain how things happened, they just explained what happened, which I don't, I don't mind in the context of what happened here. So essentially what I understand is humans went extinct. We don't really know how, but humans went extinct. These robots, like, had a robot rise up kind of thing. And they were just left to deal with this world. That's my interpretation of the story. Because the way that they're almost... The way these robots talk about the world and humans and things is almost as if, like... A bit like the way that we would talk about... I don't know, apes and dinosaurs and stuff. As like, oh, the, the, these things that used to live um, in our world. And how, like, they obviously lived differently and, and whatever else. Like, Stone Age type talk is, is what's going on here. The reason that's interesting, obviously, for us in modern times. Where humans are still around, obviously. And we're making more robots slowly and slowly. There's like robot AI assistants and all this other kind of stuff. And obviously China went a bit mad and made the Black Mirror robot dogs. But we won't talk about that. Because that's uh, kind of scary and kind of dangerous. Um, but it does give a bit of a sort of like... What if we went... What if we for some reason went extinct? The world went like this. And they're these like... Was it Zerks or something? These little animals... They like inhabit. They sort of took over, and they started learning how to eat metal and stuff, which obviously scared these robots because, you know, normally a robot like normally a creature like that that would eat like flesh. So obviously a cat's got like flesh on the body, and we have as humans. Um, maybe that was what happened. Maybe these Zerk things were supposed to have killed all the humans. I don't remember them specifically saying that, but I'm just trying to think about it right now. Um, but maybe that was supposed to be the interpretation. That Zerks killed off all the humans. Um, which, if that's the case, then fair enough. But um, because the one thing they've the one the reason that almost kind of doesn't work, but kind of does, is so these things are very very vulnerable to light. We see obviously with the two situations when you get your purple lights that's used to explode them, and when the city opens up, they've got nowhere left to hide or run, um, and they all just get taken out. Um, see, I understand the story from the point of, because you yourself have to start trying to convince people, like Momo and all that, 
to leave the city and try to open up the thing. But what these robots have all been kind of told and learn or whatever is we can't actually we can't get to the thing that we need to get to to open up the city because it's too dangerous outside and these things have started eating metal and we don't know how to deal with them. Right? We we can't deal with it. Like we we're stuck here. Which oddly a cat and a little robot with a light goes and saves the day, but never mind. Um but I found that quite interesting of like, no, we're locked in this in this world, um and like it, it's just it's simply like outside is a outside is a danger zone, we can't go out there because we don't have any protection and these things started learning how to chew through metal, which means that if we open the door and we we can't kill them, but they can chew through us and all that kind of stuff. Um, and th- this is again a kind of commentary on like ways that us as a society and a civilization have to be careful, right? Um, there is almost some like I don't know because pro- my guess is probably what happened is these zerks started popping up and humans probably got warned about them and didn't like care enough. There's almost some like COVID commentary in that about you know people that didn't really care about COVID or didn't think it was real or still don't think it's real and don't want vaccines and and whatever. It's that kind of like because they do this in um, Don't Look Up as well the Netflix film uh, about the asteroid and that of like oh no no this this thing's happening now we'll, we'll all be fine. We'll all be fine. That's that's always the way that, like certain parts of humanity think, right? Um, even right now, we're being warned about like climate change and how that might like heat is getting worse. Essentially, like the weather is getting worse. Things like we had record temperatures in the UK, um, and that can be very bad. Um, and because I don't think this is specifically. A message or a story about robot uprising because robot uprisings is where you look at Terminator, which is like, oops, we made these robots, they turned bad, they killed us all, and they took over the world. That's a robot uprising, right? To me, that's not what happened here because these robots can't really attack anything because um, they don't have anything. Because um, even B12 himself says, like, oh, I had this human assistant, and like, he realizes. That he put his AI into himself or something. That was the interpretation I got from that. Which was that at some point maybe B12. Whoever B12 was. Put their own consciousness into this little robot. And then that that, that human died. That's the way I understood that as well. Uh, when we when we got to that part. Which that, that was kind of a, a big reveal and everything. So that was pretty good. But overall I think, I think the story here is pretty good. I think it got told in an interesting way. And the conclusion is satisfying, I think, as well. Because not only did the cat and B12 open up the city and kill all the Zerks, which means that these robots can live more openly and, and, and like freely and not be in such fear of these things because they've died now. And they can actually leave their city and go, go explore elsewhere. Um, it's also sort of like... Yeah, the city's open and all this kind of stuff now. So I, I thought that was all really good. I thought that was all really, really good. Um, and then ultimately, the other goal, of course, is can you get the cat back to his family? Which we didn't specifically see the cats at the end, but we know that that's the same area from the start. Um, I was quite surprised by that, because I, I, I thought... 
Because you, you do the thing with B12, you do the three little computer things, right? You open up the door, and then you're left to essentially either watch the city open, or you can just basically run straight back, right? You keep running up the stairs. And I was sort of realising, like, oh, this is the end of the... the it, it was feeling like the end of the game. And then you keep running up the stairs and stuff, and you're like, oh, you're getting closer to, like, the surface. Because they was always talking about, like, we don't know how to get you back to the surface, because that's where you fell from, Right? I was like, oh, we're going back up the surface, like, right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is probably the, the ending of the game. And then you start to notice the grassy areas from before. And you're like, oh, this is where we started off. And then the game just ends there. So, um, in terms of sequel, I don't think you need a sequel. Um, I think I think Blue 12 could make another game about a cat. But do a different story and do something else. While borrowing maybe certain mechanics or things from... Uh, from this game, I would certainly be open to that. But in terms of this story, I think it's it's finished pretty much. Um, the only thing you could do, and I, I would be interested in this. I don't know how you do it from a gameplay perspective. But because stories like this, right? These sort of post-apocalyptic things where the, the world fell for some reason. Whether, whether, whether it was zombies or Terminators or Zerks or you know, whatever it was. I do have a general interest in like, okay... You know that, like, okay, zombies took over the world, they killed people or whatever, the world went to shit. Or Robot Uprising, they killed everyone, the world went to shit. Or in this case, the Zerks killed people and the robots got trapped. I would like to see how that happened. Um, You could probably do that as, like, a film or something. Because I don't know what you... Because you wouldn't have the cat, you wouldn't have any of that sort of stuff, right? Um, Unless you... I don't know... Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know who or what you would play as. Um, but I wouldn't mind a little... Even if it's like a one-hour TV special thing. Um, and it, we wouldn't learn a lot from it. We would just see the events unfolding. But I, I'm always curious about those stories. Like in A Quiet Place 2, when they do the, the flashback stuff, um, they sort of explain or show like, hey, here, here are these monsters that you knew from the first film. Like how they terrorized the world before, and how the world kind of fell. I I do like to see, like, okay, we we know what's happened, right? The world has fallen because of something, but like, show me parts of it. You know, I I would be interested in that, um, and to see this dev's interpretation of like, and the humans or, or whatever, like to see to see how humans would react to that situation and how how because you've got three things at play, right? Like the Zerks how they kind of took over the city and stuff humans how they reacted to what was happening like news or anything and then you got the robots and like them coming fully into things and all that so you, you got some stuff you could do there i just don't know if you do that as a video game or not um the only other possibility i'm thinking and this would pretty much just involve run sequences is if you just for the sake of playing as a cat if you did something like okay a previous human that was in this world you play as their cat or something. Just so that you can keep a cat and you can kind of do the same thing. Um, I don't, again, I don't know fully how that would work. That's just an idea I'm kind of throwing out there. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much my thoughts on Stray. Uh, very good game. I enjoyed my time with it. Story was good. Characters were, were good. The ending was good. So, overall, a very good game. I very much enjoyed it and I'd recommend it. And I am going to try to put Blue 12 Studios on my radar as somebody to watch out 
for. They might do something completely different next time. They might do a racing game. They might do a first person shooter. I have, I have no idea uh, what they might do next. But we shall see. Uh, but we shall see. Anyway. Um, but um, for those of you that have played the game. Hopefully you have because I've just spoiled it for you. Uh, what did you think of the game? What did you think of the mechanics? The story? What's your interpretation of the story? Uh, would you be curious about like a prequel? S kind of thing. Do you think there is room for a sequel story? I don't really think that there is. Um, let me know your positives, negatives towards this game. How you felt about everything. And do you like cats? Do you not? Are you more of a dog person? Maybe you own a bird. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know what your uh, pets situation is like. So there's all that. You can let me know those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments and points um, by emailing us in to Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalkUK does the contact page and information in your show notes There's also an email box on the website version of the episode. It's a pretty big box You just scroll down a little bit, put your information in there and a clickable email name in your show notes as well uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. For TV, games, films, main night podcasts, you can find us on your favourite podcast platforms by searching for Entertainment Talk. So entertainmenttalk.org and Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. So check out all of that as well. If you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, other than just listening to more of our episodes, which if that's all you want to do, that's perfectly fine as well. But you can also tell other people about what we're doing simply by just saying, hey, there's this thing, it's called Entertainment Talk, they do these episodes, and here's where you can find them. Just tell other people, it's uh, very helpful. Uh, you can also use social media, of course, share the episodes around on different platform places and social media places, if you want to do that as well. You can also support us through the $5 and $10 level tiers for your ad-free podcast review options. Have a look at that as well, if you'd like to, so for all that stuff. Um... That's how you can support Entertainment Talk. Uh, for other people involved in Entertainment Talk, you can still find David posting TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk. And there's also Geek Town Radio. Geek Town Radio should be back next week, possibly. Have to see. That's up to David. But he's still been posting TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk. So go and have a look over there. Air dates, casting news, TV and film news, all that general sort of stuff. So keep your eyes out for that as well. And it's also uh, Comic-Con this weekend. So I'm sure I'll have a few things to post as well so keep your eyes out for all of that uh bex you can find streaming very regularly uh, over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there she's doing retro games she does chat streams she plays tomb raider lots of cool stuff that she does over there go and check out what she's up to you can also find me streaming on twitch as well at etalk uk for my different gaming streams if you've missed any of those streams the FIFA career mode episodes, all the game clips. I do have some game clips to put up on YouTube. Uh, all of that you can find archived on YouTube. It's Entertainment Talk Plays for all that. Uh, you should be able to find... I think I put our, my Twitch stream up there. If you want to see me play some Stray, um, there will soon be a two-hour Twitch stream up there. You don't have to watch all of it, but it's just a, 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 if you want to see a sample of me playing it, you can do that. Game clips, all sorts of other stuff. YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.